police in the morning. Welcome, B-Movie fans, to another B-Movie interview. I'm Paul, and joining me today is Tony Germanario. Tony is a screenwriter, director, producer, and head of the production company Vincenzo Productions, and he's joining today to talk about his new film, Bad Frank. Tony, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for joining. So, what first inspired you to become a filmmaker? Uh, uh, a shitty job. <laughs> now, I think, uh, you know, when I was growing up, um, film was one of the always things that really helped connect me with my father. And uh, so, you know, it was the, the one connection that we had that was really, uh, you know, really kept a, a strong relationship. So when I, as I got older and decided that, hey, I want to really try and, and make a go at this, that's uh, actually where Vincenzo Productions came from. It's actually named after my dad. So that, that's really what kind of started things for me. Uh, I've always been a big film fan, and you know, I've decided to to make the push into uh, writing because I always had to have that creative outlet. So I started as a writer, eventually made my way into uh, directing and producing. Very cool. That's a nice story. It's like um, it's always nice when film kind of brings people together because it um, gives some people to, things to talk about and just something to bond over. Absolutely. You know, to me, it's, you know, film, I'm not the kind of guy that's trying to make huge messages in their films. I just want to entertain people. I want to give people uh, an escape for two hours. They can forget about all the other things going on in their life and just, you know, have fun with the characters, have fun with the story and just, you know, just disappear in your brain for a couple hours. It's a good way to be. (laughs) Could you tell us a little bit about Vincenzo Productions? Uh, What kind of films do you guys make? Sure. Uh, I mean, we've actually done just about everything. Um, originally started just doing short films where, uh, you know, I have pretty diverse tastes. So I did uh, my first two were a comedy and a drama, uh, along with uh, my director at the time. His name was Choice Skinner. We did um, uh, basically two eight minute films. You know, one was direct comedy. One was more of a kind of intense drama. Those went pretty well. We won a couple of awards here and there at some uh, some smaller festivals. Then for the the next one I did was a straight up horror film called Seance, and that actually did very well. Uh, actually won a Gold Kahuna Award at the Hawaii Film Festival. Not exactly sure what that is, but uh, I have one. Uh, and then from there we decided to just branch off into features. So the first feature film we made. Was uh, it was a film I wrote and actually Choice Skinner directed that as well. It was called uh, Wingman Inc. So it's basically uh, a professional wingman falls in love with a professional cockblocker. So uh, kind of a, a ro- funny romantic comedy sort of thing. And then we just took uh, you know a different turn with Bad Frank because that's it's completely opposite of what Wingman was, where it's more of uh, Bad Frank is more of an intense thriller, uh, very gripping. Uh, intense acting throughout the entire film with a lot of, you know, crazy things going on. So I, I wouldn't say I have one particular genre that I like to, to stay within. I just like to be entertained. And whatever idea pops into my head that I think is going to, you know, resonate with other people, that that's that's what I'll do. Could you tell us a little bit about Bad Frank, the um, general plot and idea behind the film? Sure. So it originally started as kind of a kidnap thriller. Um, But what it basically evolved into is, you know, this guy, Frank Pierce, he has impulse control disorder and he has had a very tough life, done some time in jail, done a lot of bad things. 
And he's trying to repair a lot of his old relationships. So he's trying to reconnect with his family. He's gotten married. He's trying to settle down. But just as everything starts heading in the right direction for him, he kind of runs into uh, some people from his past, and things go very downhill very fast. Definitely sounds interesting. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun story. And uh, like I said, we've got some some great performances in there from uh, Kevin Interdonato is the lead actor. He's just super intense, did a fantastic job in it. Uh, we had some great names with uh, Tom Sizemore. You may have heard of from Saving Private Ryan and Black Hawk Down and Heat and you know a number of other films. Uh, we had Brian O'Halloran. Uh, of Clerks fame from Kevin Smith fans See, I thought and that Ray Boom familiar. Boom Mancini, former world championship boxer. Um, but we also had some great performances from people like, uh, you know, uh, Brandon Heitkamp, uh, Amanda Clayton, Russ Russo, Lynn Mancinelli. So we've got a lot of kind of up and coming people here. So the cool thing about it was we had a great mix of both known and up and coming talent that just gelled perfectly together. So uh, I, I think we were very lucky to catch some lightning in a bottle here. Definitely cool. You got a nice, diverse group and everything. Yeah, we did. We were very lucky. What inspired the idea for Bad Frank? You know, it's it's funny. Someone asked me this the other day, and because I'm a pretty mild mannered, low key guy, and when you know, when some of my friends have seen the film, they're like, you know, what's wrong with you? How, <laughs> what's your problem? Um, and you know what? I, I don't know if it's just cathartic to get rid of some of these ideas or what it is, but I, I typically don't remember when I have dreams. So every once in a while, you know, maybe once a year, once every other year, whatever, I'll just wake up in the middle of the night and just have this crazy idea. And, and that's really what Bad Frank was. Uh, I just, you know, out of the blue woke, woke up one night and just this idea formed in my head. I went and wrote it down for about 10 or 15 minutes. And then I woke up the next morning and realized that, you know, I didn't even, I didn't even remember it actually when I woke up. But then, uh, you know, I woke up the next morning, looked at what I'd written down. I'm like, you know what? This is actually pretty cool. And I came out with an outline for it. And the, the original draft of, of the script was a lot different than what you see on the page or on the screen right now. So, you know, Kevin and Russ actually did uh, a lot of crafting of characters and kind of yeah, of kind of adapting what we had to turn it into what it is. So I think one of the coolest thing about the film, it was a collaborative effort, not only on the acting side, but you know, on the, the, the pre-production, the, the writing side. So it was just a great experience all around to be able to work with such, uh, such talented people. Very cool. Yeah, it's funny, like when you start writing something, you're like, huh, where'd that come from? <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple of doozies that are coming up down the road that... Uh, you know, it's like I said, I'm 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 pretty low key, and you know, so when these ideas come out, it's almost like I got to get them out of my system so I don't do anything about them. <laughs> Makes sense. Got to get them out of your head somehow. Exactly. So, what would you say is the most unique quality of Bad Frank? I think it's the performances, uh, from Kevin to Tom Sizemore to you know Brandon Russ, Lynn. Um, for for people that really just a lot of them just met for the first time on set and I, I you know i don't I, I don't think that's probably that much different from a lot of films but you know these guys the chemistry that they were able to exhibit and just the intensity in the performances you know we did the whole thing in 12 less than 12 days so to get these kind of performances in such a short time frame where in a lot of cases we were only doing two or three takes maximum right so to be able to find that grittiness and that performance and that intensity in such a short time frame, I think that's kind of one of the things that separates us. 
you know, is this the most unique film in the world? I don't know. I like to think it is. Some people probably would say it isn't. But, you know, the performances, I think, by far set us apart. Sounds cool. It's like everything just kind of came together. And um, it's always nice when that happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. What qualities do you think make a great film? And could you give us some examples of films that you think are great? Oh, God, that's a great question. Um, well, my favorite film of all times is uh, is Goodfellas. So I think just the story, um, the dialogue. Dialogue to me is very important. Like I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. I'm a big Edward Burns fan because you know they write films that have great dialogue in it, right? Uh, I I love great shots, right? If you know in Goodfellas in the beginning of the the film when they're walking through the the kitchen out into the nightclub and it's just this one take the entire way. I mean, the continuity to be able to do something like that is ridiculous. So, you know, it, it, it's funny because there's other films that are total opposite of Goodfellas, which I love to watch, right? So for me, it's any type of film that as long as I'm entertained, you know, I love it. You know, like uh, films like Talladega Nights, right? Someone just told me about that one just because I'd forgotten how much I liked that movie, right? Will Ferrell to me is a genius, right? You put him in uh, in any type of movie, Wedding Crashers, things like that. So I, I wouldn't say I'm drawn to one particular type of movie, but if people accomplish the goal of entertaining, you know, to me that that's huge. You know, I'm a huge Marvel fan too. I love Marvel films. You put any Avengers, Doctor Strange in front of me, I, I, I can sit there engrossed for two hours, and it'll be like I was only sitting down for five minutes. Very cool. Yeah, it's it seems like with film, as long as the director and the actors and just everyone around like knows what they're doing and they have a set. A clear goal then normally it tends to come together pretty well yeah absolutely what advice would you give to somebody who wants to make their own independent film best advice i would have is just do it don't wait around and don't don't get second guessed by anyone if you think you have a good idea and you have a story to tell just go do it find a way to you know get a little bit of money together you don't even have to get a lot nowadays right with the accessibility of cameras you can get locations you can get people that want to work and it'll work for next to nothing right you can get people that just want to be part of something you know some of the best workers that we had on the film were people that volunteered right they just wanted to be part of something cool something different so I, you know, just go out and do it, and don't let anybody tell you no or hey, what? That's not a good idea. So what? If you like it and you th and you feel strong about it, just go do it, because that way, you know, everything works well for it. So I mean, at the end of the day, if you're proud of what you did, to hell with what anybody else thinks. Do what you got to do. Get it out of your system, and you know, and go from there. And if you know, if it comes out good, you're just get, you just know you're on the right path. Definitely, it's amazing nowadays. Like I. I have a couple old cameras, but they have worse quality than my cell phone does as far as recording yeah. things. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, so there are there are films out in theaters today that were you know shot on an iPhone or on a Samsung Galaxy or whatever it is, and you know it's just what you can do now. I actually just recently bought this uh, this cool little add-on to my phone, which allows me to put different lenses on it, and it's a carrying case, so I can you know hold it like a regular camera, which gives me the ability to do a lot of things that. I couldn't do with it. So I'm dying to get this thing out, you know, put it through its paces and really try it. So, yeah, I mean, filmmakers can come from anywhere and everywhere now. I mean, I, I'm a great example of that. I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a guy in his 20s who's, who's trying to, you know, getting out of school and doing this. 
yeah, I, I've been out there for a while and, and just decided that, you know, it's, I don't want to sit around and wait anymore. I don't want to wait for somebody to tell me that, yes, this script is good enough or, you know, yes, I have an idea that this could potentially make it for you. You know, just go do it. And that's that's what I did. And, you know, we're having some great success. Uh, I would recommend that to anybody. Definitely. It seems like with um, independent films, there's a lot less kind of elitism around like you look at a lot of like big name films like you always hear people say they tried to pitch it to a bunch of like corporate individuals they're like they'll either ignore you or they'll tell you it's crap but when it comes to people making their own films it's like even if it's not the best film it's like you know there was heart in it so there's like a lot less like kind of elitism and like putting people down it's like genuine wanting to try to succeed and helping other people succeed yeah and there's you know there's always a lot of people that will want to help you Right. I mean, even though you're right, there's a lot of elitism out there and, you know, it is tough. I mean, if you think about it nowadays, if you have uh, an independent film, you know, where are you going to be able to show it? Right. Because you go to any, you know, 10 plex movie theater or something like that. They've got, you know, four screens for this one film and two screens for this other one and three for another. Even though it's 10 screens, they're really only showing three or four films. So it's kind of hard to get films out there. But there are great platforms now that you can go to in order to get your, your product out there. So there are things like Distriber, right, where you can actually distribute a film yourself, right? So there are ways and opportunities to be able to do that. Um, so it, it's, it's, you got to really believe in yourself and believe in what you're doing. Because if you make something and you're proud of it, just get it out there because people will see it. And, you know, if you're lucky, you get it in front of the right person, maybe they'll pay for your next one. Right. And, you know, that's that's basically obviously that's the ultimate goal, right, is to kind of do this for a living if you can. But, you know, even if you're not, you know, I, I do I have a regular job right now. I, I do this, at you know, at night and on weekends because I have a passion for it. And also because the people that I've worked with, I, I feel very committed to them. You know, they came on board for a project where, you know, they didn't know me from Adam. They didn't know what the project was going to be, how it was going to come out. And, you know, they took a chance. Right. And these are some great actors, probably people have never heard from, you know, behind the scenes people, my DP, my uh, my first assistant director, Tommy Monahan. This guy was awesome. Right. I, I wanted to get out there for them more than for me, because if I can help anybody get anywhere to me, that's then I've done my job. Definitely. Yeah, I just have a couple more questions. This sure. next one is a question we ask everybody on who comes on the show. It's kind of a debate that Corey and I have, but what is your opinion on hairless cats? Hairless cat? I, I, I hate cats in general. So hairless cats, uh, I mean, the only hairless cats I will ever entertain is Mr. Bigglesworth from Austin Powers. Uh other than that, I'm not a cat guy, so <laughs> I hope that helps your debate. But uh, that 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 would be my answer on that. Definitely helps because um, that's kind of how I am. Corey really likes them. He says they look like Gremlins, and that's like one of his favorite films. But yeah. that's a great movie. Oh yeah, and uh, I can see the comparison. But I, I just I love dogs. I'm not a cat guy. Yeah, for me with hairless cats, like I always tell people, they remind me of um, in in Jurassic Park when they start debating over the ethics of of bringing dinosaurs back to life. Like for me, that's where we should draw the line with science. Like we experimented <laughs> too much with animals, and that's just us like saying we've gone too far, guys. You know, we've 
we've crossed into territory man wasn't meant to cross into. See, so now that's creepy. a great scene for a film. That's that could be uh, that, that's like a Kevin Smith type discussion, you know, where instead of talking about Star Wars, you're talking about the, uh, you know, the uh, what the ethereal qualities of a, of a hairless cat. I mean, I think there's some really cool. There's a cool scene that could be written around that. Oh yeah, so um, that'll be our first B movie production. Um. <laughs> How, where can we watch uh, Bad Frank? Well, we're in the process of uh, actually finalizing our distribution right now. So probably uh, in the June time frame, it's going to be released everywhere. So it'll be uh, mainly on VOD platforms. So it'll be on iTunes and Amazon. It'll be available on DVD. Uh, shortly after that, I'm sure it'll be on Netflix and all that good stuff. But you know, we're, we're just a couple months away from the release, and I, I couldn't be more excited. We've actually had a great run on the festival circuit so far. We've won a couple of wars and been very fortunate for that. So you know, I, I can't wait to get it out there for people to see it, because I think for uh, you know, a low-budget film, they're going to be pleasantly surprised for what, uh, you know, what they're going to be able to see. Sounds awesome. Definitely looking forward to it. And where can we follow you to learn more about Bad Frank and any other projects that you and your uh, company will be working on? Uh, I'm on Twitter, at Tony Germ, T-O-N-Y-G-E-R-M. The film actually has its own uh, Twitter account as well. It's at Bad Frank Movie. And we do have a website. It's not actually active just yet, so uh, we don't have a web domain yet. So we're in the process of doing that. We'll have that in a little bit. We'll be announcing that on our Twitter feed shortly. Sounds good. All right, there you have it, B-Movie fans. Bad Frank, created by Tony Germanario and Vincenzo Productions. Tony, thank you for joining today. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.